And it's your fault because you should have been asking the questions when you hired him. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Chris Brett and today I'm joined by, now in first person, Stephen Burns. Hello. Diablo 3 expert Tom Ari. Hello. You haven't played Diablo 3 in quite a while, I have, have actually, Bratters, so shut up. Did you know there's a Diablo 3 podcast? I found that out the other day. Good. By the same guys not. that do the instance. Yeah. Or something. All right, good. And the return of Jim Trinker. It's Jim Trinker. All right. Hello. You haven't been on for a couple of weeks. I've missed you. No. That was a shit intro for him, wasn't it? <laughs> well, he hasn't been on for a couple of weeks. I don't know I've what to say about him. I don't know who he is anymore. Yeah, yeah. He just he just wanders in I was, to my uh, life. I was, um, yeah, I was doing lots of Assassin's Creed stuff. Yeah, man, that's been your life for the last two weeks. I was reviewing one Assassin's Creed game, and then the week after, I was, I was at home reviewing another one. Jesus. And, uh, yeah. How'd you do that? I don't want to look at another video game ever again. It's particularly Ubisoft games as well, man. There's There's a lot of repetition involved in an Assassin's Creed game. I was talking to this I was talking about this with someone last night who um and <laughs> no offense to him but he was he was and I like the guy very much. I knew this I knew he was trying ba- to be careful but, with what but he was basically say. saying he actually said the words Watch Dogs isn't really all that like Assassin's Creed and I was like mm-hmm. it's it's the same fucking game. Mm. Like Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, climb the towers, the unlock the crew. maps. <laughs> like, the crew is just Assassin's car, but um, <laughs> I, I, but I, I mean, I've said before, I love that formula. It's you know, a, it's a good formula. You um, know, um, there's a lot of that in the new Dragon Age. I think that's. I finally realised yeah, that was kind of the a reason. Lot of vitamin I was, soft in it. I yeah. wasn't that impressed with the opening of the game. It's because the open areas have loads of the Ubisoft thing. So does the new WoW expansion. By Do the way, you have to climb any towers. You can make towers. You don't climb them. Um, All right. Is, but that, is that an inversion of the trope? I'm not or? sure. But in, in, apparently, in um, yeah, in the new WoW expansion, it's like completely. Um, there's a big emphasis on just exploring outside of the quests, climbing towers, and finding little chests at the top with like a bit of gold oh, and some items in. People are going for the Ubisoft approach. People are really liking that, aren't they? It's because yeah, apparently it's the best it, WoW expansion it is of the leveling. They've done. Like, I mean, say. isn't it said that Assassin's Creed is critic proof? I mean, for all the all the vo- for all the you know the negativity that always surrounds every Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed release and everything, they still sell a billion fucking copies. Oh yeah, that's why mm-hmm. people are copying the formula because it does work. Wonder if it's hurt them more so this time around though. I mean, the, 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 yeah. there hasn't been a reaction like this before to well, a new Assassin's Creed release. Right? Detective Neil Gaff. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> a good friend of the podcast Assassin's Unity has sold less than Watch Dogs did at launch really this is not their release figures so it may not be true I mean you'd, I wouldn't be surprised just because there's but that's not good surely. it's a combination of but Watch Dogs um, is, is hyped new IP and the most pre-ordered IP in history yeah. Yeah. Watch Dogs was also cross-gen so it's like, mm. I mean Watch Dogs mm. had like a, 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 what, a potential user base that was about 20 million bigger and as, well Assassin's oh. Creed was competing with itself as well despite the, the problems yeah. at launch there were two Assassin's Creed games which splits the market somewhat then um, yeah, yeah. and you've, you've actually you played Unity Thirst and then Rogue mm. after right yeah and I, by the sounds of it you came out of Rogue it sounds like playing both of them does have some interesting story stuff going on, some crossover. Yeah, there's like, like well, Black uh, Assassin's Creed Three, which was which, well, we're about, which to, was dog we're about shit, to delve right? into the, but, the but weird lore. We, of, we've, me and Steve have covered this okay. in great depth. <laughs> but Assassin's mm. Creed Three was dog shit, but right. it, 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 it sets trailers. up the sort of North American, the colonial American uh, trilogy mm-hmm. of that sort of whole Assassin's Creed saga. 
It fits the sort of... It shows you kind of the end of the saga, in a way. Um, and that Black Flag and Rogue form this kind of trilogy that's told... Uh, that's told like out of chronology, so you get you get you get AC three, then you get a massive prequel, and then you get one that sits between, and then links with the next game. It's all really sort of confusing. But um, so with with AC three, you see the Brotherhood in uh, colonial America being rebuilt, uh, right. and in Black Flag, you see um, you see shades of that sort of power structure starting to come in. Um, that eventually gets dismantled. And in Rogue, you see the Templars actually wiping out the Brotherhoods before Connor comes in 20 years later and rebuilds it. So th- there's a nice thread that goes all the way through it. And then all that links into Unity in a really kind of nice way that, 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 that Rogue sort of dips into it. And I really, like, I really like the story stuff, even though, I mean, it, it's all kind of... It, I mean, it's bollocks, but it's mm. it's it's that it's kind of that Dan Brown sort of entertaining yeah. bollocks. It's oh, like, there's a lot of Dan Brown. It's in, like you know, it's like ancient aliens. You know, it's fucking nonsense, but it's brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 a, it's J.J. Abrams the game, um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of really good uh, story stuff going on. Um, and Rogue is essentially, I mean, everyone knows this, but it is essentially Black Flag. Mm-hmm. It's Black Flag with uh, a you know bigger game worlds and stuff there's actually like three major areas two of them are each the size of black flags world so there's a lot of exploration stuff to be done um and rogue's a really good game i really enjoyed it um i scored it a, a point lower than unity um purely on the basis that it's quite obviously a kind of cobbled together from other assets uh, the main story is a bit shorter, so it is not. It's not quite your sort of full fat Assassin's Creed. Sure, but um, I think I've, I've probably had more fun with it just because there's kind of more more actual emergent stuff to do. So, so it is Assassin's Creed more Black Flag. Is is kind of is that fair then? Like that's yeah yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean it's Black Flag one point five. I guess all right. Um, but yeah, there's some. I mean, I'm putting together a little video about it just now. But there is um, uh, there, there's some amazing stuff, even though it's last gen, which really didn't occur to me while I was playing it. Because um, it, the art style of it is really good. Like in the in the the one of the one of the big open areas, the the North Atlantic, which is just like the Arctic, basically. Everything is uh, is covered in snow. There's ice ice sheets to plow through. You can shoot down massive ice walls and create like. Uh, create waves and stuff if you if you destroy icebergs and make uh, all the things make, that make assassins things are known to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, you're a Templar in this. Oh so right, okay, got, fair enough. You've kind of it's quite cool as well because because you're playing a Templar, you've got basically the the backing of the British war machine, and and you're you're pretty much fighting the Seven Years' War for so the is, British. Is that the rogue aspect of that name? Is are you a rogue Templar eventually, or something? Or is it what? Like, no, you, okay. you're. I suppose you base, you're a, you start off as a sort of uh, a disgruntled assassin who 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 keeps it's quite interesting actually in the in the first sort of bits of the game where you're an assassin he keeps questioning things that they tell him to do like why are we doing that why are we killing all the, the bad why guys why are we doing this why are we doing that this doesn't make any fucking sense and actually um, I mean Shay Cormac is is a terrible character as an individual he's boring and he's 
he sounds weird and he's... Yeah, he's got an odd Irish accent. He's, he's, yeah, it's a very well. odd Irish accent. It's a sort of odd Irish accent via Trinidad. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, uh, but, what he, but what he does do where he is interesting is that he actually asks the questions that you as a player will ask about the Assassin's Brotherhood. Um, that you've asked in every Assassin's Creed game you've ever played at one point or another. Why am I doing this? Mm. Why is this happening? This has not been explained. Am I just doing things because I'm being told to do them? And it's, it's isn't that Ubisoft <laughs> games in general? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Ooh. Lol. Sorry, but it's it's probably the most self-aware Assassin's Creed game, which I like. Um, and uh, and it's got some really beautiful moments in it as well. Like I keep going on about the uh, the, the Northern Lights yeah, that, yeah. Keep, that, that show up at night and the the the, the moonlight sort of uh, glinting off all the snowscapes and stuff. It's a really kind of desolate. Uh, games sometimes you like there's little sort of pockets of exploration like there's all these sort of shipwrecks dotted about the map that you can find and they're full of chests and collectibles and uh, one had a polar bear in it that I killed (laughs) (laughs) but like you you know and they've all got the synchronization perches that you climb up and do the whole you know the thing Mm -hmm. Um, and like I I was did one yesterday and I found it really like this is this is a really kind of evocative image this is this is brilliant because it feels like you know, um, it's the first Assassin's Creed game I've played where you've got that kind of sense of exploration that you get in something like a Fallout game or when, when just finding things in the world is in and of itself, um, you know, fun and a, and a worthy thing to do rather than the location is just there to have someone in it to kill. Because mm. um, I, as much, I mean, I loved Florence in Assassin's Creed 2, but there's, it's you, you know you stand on one building and look over all of it. It's not really it doesn't really compel you to go and explore every nook and, nook and cranny because mm-hmm. it, it's really just a load of streets that basically look the same. Mm-hmm. It's all about the mission content within. But yeah, but Rogue actually has things that are worth going to just to look at them and to see what's there, um, which is uh, something that Assassin's Creed games have never done for me before. So. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like about Rogue. There's a, there's a lot to kind of not like about it as well, because it's um, especially if you're if you're really into Assassin's Creed, Rogue is um, for you because it fills in a lot of the gaps, um, it ties off a lot of loose ends, and it, and it actually answers questions about Unity that Unity didn't answer, um, and quite quite weirdly as well, because I remember playing Unity and, and thinking of things and thinking, why haven't they addressed this? This seems like a really obvious thing to address and they haven't mentioned it. And then you play Rogue and Rogue like addresses those things. So um, it, is, it is for, really, it's for people who are fans of the series, but um, fans of the series would probably feel a bit shortchanged by the fact that the actual main story stuff is really cut short. It's it's half the length of a normal Assassin's Creed game. Oh right. Um but it makes up for that by having all that sort of all that world to explore, I guess. So it depends really what you're looking for in a in a game like that. Fair but enough. yeah, I've really enjoyed Rogue. I think Rogue's been a been a surprise. because um, I think a lot of people, I mean me included, kind of wrote it off as it was probably going to be a bit B team and it was probably going to be the kind of consolation prize for, you know, the, the thing they throw to the cheap, the cheap seats. But <laughs> so, would you play this after Unity, or would it make? Because you say answers questions. <clears throat> would those questions been answered while you're playing Unity? Had you played this first, or I think 
I mean, the order I played, I mean, I played Rogue after, and I think that's probably the best order to do it in. Because, I mean, chronologically, you could play Black Flag, then Rogue, then AC3, then Unity. Um, and, and, they, and they would fit together, but there's certain, there's certain story beats in Rogue um, uh, and certain, that you just wouldn't get the kind of impact or the significance of unless you'd played the, the game that's set later first. Um, which is why the Assassin's Creed continuity is in such a mess. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but you've cool. got this this game, which is a, both a prequel and a sequel, and that's the second game in the Assassin's Creed series that is both a prequel and a sequel, which is which is getting a bit ridiculous. Mm. Like Hatham Kenway turns up in Rogue um, at around the time that he <laughs> sires the protagonist of the the game that came out like two games ago. Um, and, and at that point, you start thinking to yourself, well, in the last game, I played that guy's grandfather. He was a Welsh <laughs> pirate from Bristol <laughs> who is the grandfather of the Native American guy I played in 3. Who's, Shit. Who's in the family tree of Desmond, who's related to uh, is related to a guy from the Middle East and this Italian. I he think you need to, to draw some kind of family start, tree for this. You, you do start to think to yourself, this is fucking, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculously complicated. Yeah, and then you say that, and people insist that it isn't complicated. And it's like that's because you have played every fucking game mm. and plowed eighty hours into it every year for the past, like you know, since two thousand and seven. It's not complicated to you, <laughs> 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 but just you know, you just imagine some newcomer coming into this, and there is no good jumping on point for Assassin's Creed apart from maybe Unity. Because like, uh, Unity does drop a lot of the baggage. It does sort of... It alludes to things that have gone on in the past. But it does sort of go, right, well, this is Arno. He's, he's the new guy. This is, this is his kind of... This, this is his revenge story. This is kind of his origin story. This is his Batman moment. And then, um, and then it goes into the French Revolution and, and stuff. And it only, it only kind of makes passing allusions to things that have gone on before, but it still assumes prior knowledge because you've got that whole, you know, you, you know, you're supposed to be somebody who's playing it through a Helix console made by Abstergo Entertainment. And, you know, like straight away you're hit with that. Yeah. You must mm. be thinking, yeah, if, if, you don't if, know if that's the, context, the first, right. yeah, that's the first Assassin's Creed game you've ever played, you're probably like, what the fuck the video is games, going though, on? Isn't it? You're just like, all right, I get it. Has, <laughs> like, it, has it got to the stage where people just assume members of that family are going to have a huge impact on history now. Like, if they're all related, it seems like... What happens if you're born into this prestigious family of assassins that have started the American Revolution? Yeah. I don't know, killed the Pope, probably. I don't I really the know what happens. Like, I, think, I, think, well, I think that entire line ends with Desmond, though. Oh, right, fair enough. I was going to so. say, what happens if you're born into it and you just don't really do much? You're just an old... Well, like Prince Normal Andrew. Person. That's what Desmond tried to you do. Leave the royal family alone. Jeez. Well, we all know that they're all fucking lizards. Man. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Don't say that to Brat. You'll, you'll go on about this for weeks. <laughs> they are lizards. Okay. Ar- ardent royalist Chris Brat. It's hard not to talk about unity without mentioning some of its issues, right? Because yeah. that seems we to be the only... We just talked about it mentioning any. I know, but <laughs> this, is me, this is me making it difficult for Jim. To talk about it without talking about some issues. Talk some people can ask about it, The right? issues in Unity. So that, that's all, all... A lot of discussion has just centred mm. around that. Not many people are actually talking about in, Well, term, in terms of te- technical issues, mm-hmm. as I mentioned both in the preview and the review, yep. quite extensively, there are frame rate problems. Um, 
it's uh, it's not particularly well optimized for 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 the platforms that it's intended for. The, both the Xbox One and the PS. There's a lot of debate about as to which one's better. Digital Foundry said that the Xbox One version is is smoother, and uh, I mean, uh, to my eyes, that doesn't seem to be. I the just case. tend to believe those guys. But like, I, they, I, yeah, they I mean, sound pretty legit. They, they actually have like science and shit know, to right? prove it. So I mean, <laughs> we, we just look at it on a telly, and Dave <laughs> yeah. fucking Scammel walks in and goes, "That looks like dog shit," or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every single game every like if game. you're playing a game and oh, Scammer so walks in the first thing out of his mouth every fucking time is that looks like dog shit mate you'll be in Dragon Age like fighting a dragon and he'll come yeah. in and say that he won't be like oh that's, that looks fun yeah, nope. yeah no it's like that dragon's left yeah. foot it's either that looks like <laughs> looks dog shit, shit or that frame rate shit <laughs> um, God love him but uh, yeah, so, so the, the, the frame rate issue has always been there, like, and, and that's and that's that's addressed. Like, it's not so bad an issue in terms of frame rate that it ruins the game. It's it's perfectly playable. People talk like anything less than sixty frames per second makes something unplayable, which is fuck. It's nonsense. Like, well, I you mean, have if, much if, luck on consoles <laughs> if that's your. Well, mm, totally. I mean, and people people. I mean, I'll always go back to GTA Three. If if the, if there was this much. Re- emphasis on frame rate in people's minds when gta 3 came out that game would have gone down in history as a turd like we'd never would have had gta 5 did you play gta 3 on a ps2 it was fucking terrible on a technical level i, I refuse yeah. to play because the frame rate <laughs> i just don't remember that it had frame rate issues it was I just amazing on a technical a really level because of, because of the world it simulated yep. because it was the first sort of real kind of 3d uh, sort of, sort of mm. living space that was convincing, and but you know. I don't remember saying about uh, a thing about the uh, frame rate. No, I remember neither. sitting there for it was like six hours, and then I hadn't really realised that six hours had passed. Like the you know, yeah, when, yeah. in space when he's playing Resi Two, yeah, and yeah. you just see the sun and and like stop and uh, time lapse just <laughs> rise and set. And my sister came in and said, "It's uh, it's dinner time." I'm like, well, that, that who can't, are you? So that can't be true. Yeah. And then I looked outside and I was like, oh my days, where's the sun gone? Oh, shit. So, but I think with, um, <laughs> to address some of the other complaints, uh, not, not directed directly at Jim, um, but more in uh, other forums like uh, NeoGAF and such, there's been a lot of stuff like, well, these were always there. How did you not see them? Blah, blah, blah. And I think that, you know, I've reviewed a lot of games and I've worked on a lot of games in that department. And there's no saying... I mean, Jim, you said that there were issues. In fact, you said there were a lot of issues. There are some reviews that don't mention any issues. Yeah. Now, not every person will encounter the same issues. Yeah. And not every build you play has the same problems. That's what the whole thing is about, regressing bugs, it's called. Getting the bug list, testing it, seeing if it works. So there's nothing to say, unless I'm wrong here, unless you can say otherwise, Jim, that... The build you played was the one that went for uh, final, and also if there was every bug was prevalent, and you know you saw it in in each build, there'd be one guy in QA and he'd just play it, yep. you know, and yeah, that's yeah. why you have different teams on stuff like persistence yeah. and UI. On there's a guy who spends most of his days pulling controllers out. Now this isn't an excuse for Ubisoft. Mm. I'm just saying that saying that oh the reviewers must have seen it. Is is a fallacy? I tell you what, if, if we'd seen that that uh, the kind of picture that's found, going around, oh, the, the faceless face. picture, the faceless, face, I mean, we would be made. Like the, the, the oh, number yeah. of faceless pictures. I mean, if that had happened during the fucking review, I'd have mentioned it. Mm. Right? 
<laughs> we, we would because that's 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 pretty about thirty videos of that face. I mean, at different different you, I mean, you could pretty much painting. say that's. You could argue that that is game breaking. I mean, mm-hmm. it fucking ruins. But yeah, I mean that never happened in my game. Like the, the, the whole face is moving, and that seems to be again not making excuses for them. But that seems to be pretty much the PC version that's doing that, and, and none of the other two versions, which have played quite fucking extensively. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the only issue I had on a technical level with Assassin's Creed uh, with, with Unity was um, the frame rate. Yep isn't as high as you'd like it to be. Everything else was, was, was fine. Like, perfectly mm. playable, no major issues, no major glitches that I had. There Didn't was, have any, like, random NPCs coming in and interrupting conversations? No, I That would have been great I as well. I never had that. That is brilliant as I well. I could have done that video. I genuinely never had that. If I did, again, I would I would, I would have loved it and I would have mentioned it. <laughs> but I, I would have... Um, but yeah, I, I never had, like, like missing faces. I never had any mm. of that stuff. I did have, like, I mean, quite... A, Quite a few people who were reviewing it mentioned that the, um, you know, Arno would fall through the world mm-hmm. every now and then. That happened. I mean, I know one person who that happened to. Like every forty-five minutes, they'd fall through the world and have to restart. That only happened to me once, and it happened on the PS4 version and not the Xbox One version. So, I mean, again, it just feeds into this. Not everyone's going to experience the same mm. issues. I mean, for at least one person, Assassin's Creed Unity is a game where Arno keeps falling through the fucking world and he has to restart. Mm. I, but for me, it happened once in you know sixty, seventy hours of play. So um, the real it, question is how not not what you saw yeah. necessarily because you don't. I mean, I don't think you know which build you did see. Like obviously, it was a review build, but there are loads of review builds, and there are builds that go out to yeah. uh, TRC and all those checks and stuff like that. Mm. How it got past? How that got past? Uh, Microsoft and Sony is another matter completely mm. and you know this is just speculation but you know there's a lot of money riding in you know these games and yep. stuff and you need to be out at the same time now I'm not for one second saying that they turn a blind eye but I've seen games come back with far fewer issues than that like yeah. than, than what you've seen like falling out of the world if you can repeat it like this is the thing in that you have to be able to repeat. If you can't repeat it, it just gets closed as a single instance. Like yeah, in, in yeah. games like GTA yesterday, I came off my GTA 5 uh, new gen, I came off my motorcycle in first person and my head was missing as my head was still in first person but my body had detached and was rolling down the road. <laughs> and so it scared the fuck out of me for a few seconds but there's no way I think I'd really be able to uh, regress it as in make it happen again you have to do it technically like three times mm. you have to show you're working out you have to be able to go to a part of the game yeah. and say you can fall through the world here or it has yeah. to be a general issue which will make sure that happens I mean don't, so, don't you get things sent back if like Shock isn't capitalised properly in the menus yeah. or something like that like yeah. you're not allowed to call it a we weren't allowed to call the Playstation 3 a console it had to be an uh, entertainment system mm. and if you had if you showed the pad you had to have it had to be monochrome. So you know, it had to be like you know, uh, black and white essentially, or a white outline of just the pad. Yeah. Or it had to be in full color with all of the um, buttons, square and, and cross and everything, or X, whatever you call it. Uh, and they had to be the right colors, like the right dimensions, everything. Nintendo, I think, yeah, someone Chris String, I think from MCV, I think he did some work for Nintendo. They sent it back when someone said touch pen instead of stylus failed nintendo failed a game once because it mentioned it didn't have support for a future peripheral 
that they hadn't announced. Yeah. So, you know, these people think that you just get a game, you have a look at it and go, no, that's fine. But there are, you know, it's lengthy checks. And so it is interesting to see how it kind of... And it's not all QA's fault. Like, blaming the guys who work in QA yeah. is like blaming arresting officers when the court acquits, when they go, no, you didn't do it. You don't go... You blame the court, right? You blame, you blame the people who judge, not the people who brought it to the attention yeah, of others. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's... But I'd love to know the inside story of what happened with those release candidate builds. There, 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 yeah, there's lots of weird kind of issues like that that kind of sneak in with with the bigger games seem to get away with sometimes like i'm sure there was i'm sure there was a big rpg i don't want to say which one it was because i i, I, I can't remember where i read this but before it was patched um before it was fixed in a patch when you hit the guide button on the 360 controller the game just didn't pause so the guide so, so the thing came up but mm-hmm. the game kept running in the background which is just like the a big fucking no-no mm. um sounds like something uh, fucking dark souls well, like would do skyrim on ps3 is like the, the classic well all yeah that's I mean, one of the, I mean, skyrim the on ps3 levels. is fundamentally broken like <laughs> all of all of skyrim reviews were done on 360 code even the ones that had ps were done in ps3 magazines and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and like but there's there's loads of bugs that you will never you will never see or really think of mm. you know until they until they happen like one of the most the famous bugs of all time is the one that pretty much kickstarted fighting games is that combos in street fighter 2 was a bug you weren't meant to chain them together and so, yeah, when it, very were, interesting. When you were at Unity, by the way, for the review events, yeah, yeah. you you said you put a number of hours into both Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Um, did they show you the PC version there at all? No. At, like at the review event, it was, it was, all, it was all Xbox One. Right. And, yeah. then, and then we'd been sent um, the, the, the two retail editions of the, uh, the PS4 and Xbox One versions. So I took a PS4 one. Yeah, oh. I guess that's something um, worth bearing in mind, isn't it? Like... You, so yeah, when I played it on PS4, that that was obviously the actual final release build, and then, mm. um, and then with the day one patch, and then uh, you know, because it, it, that's the other thing as well. The, the what we were playing at the review event didn't have the day one patch. Not entirely sure what it fixed. I didn't really see that much difference. Mm. Um, and it was it it wasn't the you know the 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 actual retail version. It was definitely a stage before that. But I mean, you know. Um, it, 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 as I say, it didn't have many issues with it. It was just a bit of a wonky frame rate, which I'm quite used to. So, mm, I well. mean, I've had like you know, from from most of the last ten years, I've had a really rubbish PC as well. So, really, I'm, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just desensitized to rubbish frame rates on things. I'm sometimes I, worried that I yeah, I'm the same. I, I can I can look past that in in a lot of genres. Yeah. Like, I mean, like back in the then. Amiga days as well, like the sort of later Amiga days where they started doing things with the hardware that it was just never designed to do. What? Like, Gloom, that Doom clone, yeah. where it just ran it about, or Alien Breathe 3D like, or whatever If you too. got 15 frames a second in Gloom, you were doing really well. You probably had like an accelerator card and everything. Um, SNES Doom. It, That's yeah. the first version I played, and it must have run about 10 frames a second. I loved yeah. it. I was like, it's Doom on a SNES. Like, None of the um, walls had any textures on them, and it was in a. What? Uh, so what were they? Like, uh, the ceilings and the floors, I think, had textures, um, or maybe was, was maybe no, the other sorry, way around. the other the walls around. did. So, and yeah, the walls yeah. And, the, and the ceilings didn't. So you couldn't have any of those, and you couldn't have any of the cool environmental stuff like the crushing. Essentially, it was just painted on, and wow. um, 
But I'd always wanted to play Doom, but just didn't have a PC at that point that could play it. Which is why, so I played that version. I really enjoyed it, but uh, if you watch YouTube videos now, it's mm. hideous. Mm. Which is why whenever I play Doom now, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I love you, Doom. It's like this is how Doom is meant to be played. <laughs> yeah. even I'm like, so sorry. Even like 20 years after the fact, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like no, because it's running at fucking 12 million frames a second, <laughs> on, as it should be on a Super machine that was never thing. even conceived of at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I had a friend who played Half Life, original Half Life. Not only did he play only using a keyboard, excuse me, weird. how? And his computer was nowhere near good enough to run it, and it was. I'm pretty sure it ran at no more than 10 frames a second. Oh, my life. That is hot. That's hot. Was he using control to fire? It's like a a major handicap. I went and watched him play it once. It's just unbelievable. (laughs) Why are you even doing this? (laughs) Stop it. It can be so much easier. It's unbelievable. But some people just don't seem to care about that kind of stuff. I think most people see 10 frames a second as a problem, but... Oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think we've all been there. I remember when I I did an awful PC but desperately wanted to play Oblivion (laughs) and... Just the the way I played that game when I look back at it now, it, it's I broke some laws. Like it was awful. It was. Mm. I did that with Far Cry, the first one. I mm. had uh, I I bought a PC. I'd con my parents because I'd just gone to uni. I con my parents are saying it was for fucking video editing or some shit like that. Mm. And uh, it's a classic. And it had some wank uh, GeForce like ninety two hundred at the time or something like that. And it ran. It ran okay. And but. A friend of mine had a better PC, and I just remember going and thinking, so for my birthday, I got a GeForce 6800. You know, the, the Radeon 9800 from ATI was, was the benchmark card yep. in those days. It was kind of tailing off a little bit. But then, suddenly, the 6800 came out, 200 quid, all the birthday cash that I'd got from everyone. Fuck me, the revelation was like, oh my <laughs> life. What are all these things? That's incredible. Where, where did these trees come from? Like, <laughs> this is the game. And then the, it didn't stop those mutants from turning up and ruining it. Though. But Fear looked amazing. And speaking of bugs, I bought Fear. I played the demo. It ran really well on my PC. I went into game to buy it. And the guy behind the counter was like, uh, you know, you can't bring this back. Is your PC good enough? And I was like... Listen, sunshine. I was like, come on, son. Anyway, got back. It ran about four frames a second. Like, what, despite the demo being fine? Yeah, I couldn't work it out. And then it was the old classic, wasn't it? About a year later, I, I, I was sitting in my... Um, in my room thinking, why the fuck have I not been able to play Phil? I suddenly just got really indignant about it. And uh, I went on some forums and they were like, oh yeah, you just need to uncheck this in the sound settings. <laughs> You're joking. Jeez. Off you go, turn off like Sound Blaster bullshit. Oh, I ran about 3,000 frames. I was like, for fuck's sake. A whole year just going, fiddling with gra- <laughs> in page files or whatever, I and I was like, oh, come on. Fucking cunt. There's your PC it was, game. It was, yeah. uh, what's it? Like, quite recently, I think, was it Sacred Free we played mm-hmm. in co-op a while back? And we couldn't get it to launch on the PC at all. Um, didn't, it wasn't an obvious issue. And, like, after about an hour of trying to figure out what it was and looking at various form threads, it turns out that to launch the game on the particular build we had, we needed to be in Windows Classic, as in the theme of the desktop, needed to be Classic, Otherwise, it wouldn't run. Like, how does that make any sense? Yeah. What's going on there? Where, where's the connection there? I don't know, but it, it did the trick. And, well, yeah. Speaking of PCs and uh, issues, and speaking of games that we've also played, sure. Far Cry 4 on PlayStation, looks lovely, mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. On PC, according to uh, Detective Gaff, there's been a few problems, uh, of course. 
uh, mainly to do with people having monster rigs but still getting what they're calling hitching or micro stuttering. And apparently someone's figured it out that you have to disable MIP mapping uh, about texture popping essentially. And uh, you turn that from uh, on to off and it stops it. But it's not great because that's a feature which yeah. you know enables, uh, according to Detective Gaff, uh, the uh, textures to blend smoothly from uh, near to far. So they don't just go bang and suddenly, you know, it looks amazing. And then when you're away, it looks like, you know, fucking shit painting. Um, but yeah, so that's got a few issues but on, on PlayStation. You played it on PS4, right? I the, did, and I thought it was quite good. I gave it an eight and uh, I enjoyed my time with it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. seemed to be one of the few Ubisoft open world games that I played that all of the things that you do in it feed back into the stuff you really enjoy doing about it. So in other ones, it'd be like, collect the feathers. The feathers don't really do a lot in certain Assassin's Creed games apart from boost a number. And for the completionist or OCD guy in you, fine, you know. It's yep. like, you know, there wasn't, you know, say in GTA 4, if you shot all the pigeons, you did get something. But really, you were doing it to boost that stat. In Far Cry, almost everything you do kind of feeds back into the main gameplay loop, which is it makes you faster, it makes you stronger, it gives you better weapons and better opportunities to do what the game is about, and that is hunting people. It's only really after I finished the game that I thought, you know what, killing people and hunting them have overlaps, obviously, but they're not really the same. And Far Cry 4 made me feel a bit weird after. It's like, I must have... Like I've got throwing knives and a bow and arrow, and I'm like squealing when I round a corner, and th- like Arnie style and Commando, <laughs> just throwing knife. And someone said, "Rip out their fucking skull and then just do it again to someone else." Shit. I mean, it's great, but you do feel a little bit like, oh, I maybe have gone a bit too far. And a lot of people are saying about the story. Now, I don't want to say too much about the story because it will ruin it. But people are like, "Oh, the story isn't as good as Far Cry 3. Well, I would disagree. <laughs> yeah, the story in Far Cry Three is dreadful. It is absolutely terrible. Far Cry 4 begins. It gives no logical explanation as to why you are now firing all these guns or whatever, being so adept at it. However, once you get past that and realise that's just video games, essentially, or big-budget video games... I, I think we've just watched the opening before coming into the podcast, and I think that opening is miles better than Far Cry 3 ever yeah. was. I, and, like, Pagan Min is a bit over the top, but there's a, there's a fantastic moment at the start where he gives a big lecture about how he's very particular with his words and how the, uh, essentially it's a warning to the player, although it's delivered as a warning to one of his underlings, to listen very carefully to what he says. Yeah. And, then he sa- and, he, and then he kills that guy and says, if you do just listen to me, all of this could have been avoided. So then while you're at dinner in the next scene, he says something to you and it's not really framed as a choice. It doesn't say renegade or paragon, yes or no. Red or blue, pick. Yeah, but if, you're, if you've been listening to what the game has said to you, then you can finish the game in 15 minutes. And people are saying that's, a, that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. It's not. And, and then later on in the game, something happens and another character says, if you'd have just listened, you know, it's like all of this could have been avoided. And there's the, the ending, which I won't spoil, is wonderful to Far Cry 4. It is superb. And they've cut out all that shit about, oh, I've got to protect my brother or protect the, my girlfriend or her friend. And, you know, and that, thank fuck they've got rid of that tattooing. Like, uh, I can't remember even his name. The guy, mm. give, the, the black guy gives you the tattoos and it's just like... You've got magical powers. Really, it? like, magical Negroes, RPS pointed out mm. stuff. And it's just like, that's gone. That's essentially just stripped out. It's a game that says, we know you've played Far Cry 3. It doesn't give an explanation for it. 
it just happens. And some people won't like that, I don't think. They'll think that it feels a bit like Far Cry 3 Brotherhood or Far Cry 3 2. I like that. Yep. You know, I didn't need another 40 minutes to two hours of heartfelt, my brother has been killed and if only I was back yesterday, my life as a billionaire brat. I'm just like, yeah, look, it's, I'm in a place, I've got a gun, I'm going to do it, I'm going to kill people. And like, that's what the game is. The game is about hunting and to dress it up as the, I mean, I much prefer Far Cry 2's uh, approach where in that, you know, unless I'm wrong, I, I mean, I turned it off in disgust a few years ago, but you don't you play a mercenary sent in to kill the jackal and uh, he turns up and sees you in the first few scenes and you're like, oh, right, so he's, you know, he's not the only, you know, antagonist, essentially. The world is also fucked. And so there's a reason for why you are so adept at killing stuff because that's your job. Mm. And I think, I know a lot of people will be annoyed that there's no sort of real justification in Far Cry 4. But it just wants you to get that stripped all that out. Wants you to get down to to hunting stuff. I really enjoyed it. Rhinos, elephants, human yeah. beings. Some of its characters are like it seems like they've listened to the uh, the criticism. So there's no none of that tattooing nonsense, as I've said. Uh, but some of the characters are so weird. Like there's a racist CIA agent who appears to he's openly racist, who appears to only unless I missed something, but I don't think I did. He's not in it very long who only appears to be racist because he's Republican. You know, it's just like, some of it's so on the nose. You're like, you know, he says something like, um, you're, uh, you're an American on the inside because RJ is actually an American citizen, mm. but you're useful on the outside. And he's like, what does that mean? He's like, and then the guy kind of explains later on that they've been trying to get people into Kirat, the CIA, to take over. Uh, but as you're, they're not uh, native... To the, to the region, they're always getting found out, stuff like that. And then there's a, and then later he says, oh, people like you. And he goes like, what do you mean, people like me? And then he just flies off, you know, like, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you know, racism doesn't, or, you know, get tied up in a bow and there's no resolution to why people are racist in actuality, but that seemed a bit like, what? It just, and then he flew off and his plane Captain racism. Written, just yeah, it's like, <laughs> disappears into, into oh, the distance. Okay. And then, there's another character uh, called Paul who's another American who's um, a hired hand for pagan men. And he, um, he likes torturing people. Uh, but he's got this whole thing where sometimes his, uh, while he's torturing people, his uh, daughter will call and she's quite young, I think. And he speaks to her like he's, you know, uh, you know giving her, oh, I love you so much. And yeah, at one point he's like, yes, I will bring you a present back and reaches into the loot bin of stuff that he's taken from people's bodies. And mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, a necklace. Oh, I've got one right here. And it's like, come on. Fuck off. Like, that sort of terrible, terrible. But your relationship with Min and your journey through the world and how it ties together and your actions within it is really, really good. Really good. So, yeah, if you didn't get on with Far Cry 3 in terms of its story and its pacing, I think you'd be, uh, I think you'd be well served picking up for. Excellent. If, if you do that, that quick way to finish the game, is that going to spoil the ending if you did it all the way through? Because lots of people are probably just going to go and look at it now, aren't they? Well, I, I can't really say too much without spoiling well, should, Would you say don't do the quick ending? The actual ending. Or not? I, it's up to you. This is, that's the kind of beauty of the, of the story is that I think you probably get more out of it in, in terms of the like, pathos of it if you did the whole game. Mm. Because then you realise in the... It's not a cutscene, it's, it's you know, towards the end. Uh, you realise what your actions have wrought on the world. 
So yeah, trying to be quite vague here, but so I I would do it the way that I did it. I would uh, go through the game because you're gonna have a lot of fun playing through mm. the game anyway. And then after you're done, spend 15 minutes just checking it out. So yeah, what a good fucking week for the I mean, games. You're not gonna pay 50 quid to do the to do the 15 minute version. Yeah, right? I, I like so. that. There's probably at least one person out there that. Has is is for temporarily it confused just, just, and just, just like what? Oh, there's also one person who's just a single tier puts the controller down and is <laughs> done with video games. Nothing's ever going to beat that. <laughs> uh, well, um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm reminded of a of a, of a certain character way back when saying uh, that that Shadow of the Colossus failed because you didn't have the option to just walk away. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's Far uh, Cry Force for you, mate. Yeah, so. I mean, I always loved. The, I mean, I mean, you do. You could just stop playing the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People point you this out too. All right. <laughs> but anyway, the the end. I'm not kind of the middle of Deus Ex. That's when I realised that the hype was real for that game. Where is it? What's her name? I've said this before. Anna, I think. Uh, Anna and Gunter. Like Gunter's like the mech top guy. Mm-hmm. who's like her bodyguard or whatever. And. Um, she was really pissing me off about something. I don't know what it was, but she's always jibing the character and saying, oh, you know, just getting at me. Turn around, <laughs> shotgun, bang. And I was like expecting the game to go, you know, she has died. Uh, restart. Yep. Sure in the head. And he was like, what have you done? And I'm like, oh, no, what? So I killed him, kind of like walked off thinking, actually feeling, I've done something I hope really, no one notices. I've done something the game really bad here. <laughs> and then I get back to, you know, Yanako HQ and they're like, have you seen these guys? Nope. nope. Well, and I was like, oh my life, it, it just continues. That's, that's it's also got that thing where if you, the start is on Liberty Island, isn't it? Or Ellis Island or whatever it's called, where if you cheat your way off of the first mission, mm-hmm. when you run into one of the characters later on at the HQ, he says, I still haven't forgotten that you cheated your way out. As in actually use, yeah, yeah, that, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, video games. Uh, I know we've got a, a couple of the ones we want to talk about. I want to quickly mention one that I played this week. Here we Fuck go. my, here, here we, we go. go. Called Valkyria Chronicles, which is a, a series that has been exclusive to the PlayStation, but yeah, the, the first of that of that series has come to Steam last week. And it's fucking strange. It's really, really, it's a strange mix of stuff. So, like, visually, it's a cross between, like, a kind of Japanese anime and... Like this beautiful watercolor style, and that kind of switches between those two intermittently. Um, when, when you load the game up for the first time, the soundtrack is a mix between a JRPG and Band of Brothers. Um, the story and the setting itself—it's it's a game set in an alternate reality. In it's like an alternate World War Two, um, where you where you play this kind of group of soldiers fighting back against, um, like not. The, the Nazis, but it's it's called something else. It's like the Empire, I think, mm-hmm. and it um, it still keeps some of those like really important themes from that. Like it it's it's a game that looks like an anime and has like RPG elements to it, and has the anime tropes. Like loads of the characters have the kind of classic um, characteristics that you get from watching those kind of genres. But it tackles stuff like the, are all the fights just like slow motion epileptic fits or. Um, no, thankfully the the, the 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 gameplay is actually also a, a mix up as well. It's like all right. turn-based strategy meets third-person shooter meets RPG. Um, but you'll so you'll have these things with these kind of it'll, it'll make you laugh because of the kind of classic um, characteristics that you, that you encounter in everything with that style. And then it talks about the fact that the, the way Jewish people are um, are seen in that time period. They're called darksons in that. Uh, 
in this alternate world and they, they have dark hair and people with dark hair are looked down upon, even within your own squad, even though you're playing the good guys, you're like the... If you, just looking at like the gameplay elements of it, the, the characters have traits that affect how they work in the game. Um, so so like some of it's really basic. Like if they're, if they're born in the country, which I think your main character is, when you're fighting in a kind of countryside layout uh, on a map, that your character will have certain bonuses. But there's also ones that one of the traits is Darkson hater. So if one of your characters that you have in your squad doesn't like Darksons, if you have a Darkson in your team and it's next to that person, their stats are affected. And in the story side of things, that's talked about a lot. And like at one point, you liberate a concentration camp. It's so fucking weird. Like I wasn't expecting... I never played Valkyrie Chronicles. I just missed out on that series. I don't know why it's completely my type of game. Um, but yeah, like didn't know really didn't really know what to expect from it, and should have asked me, Braz. It completely. I, I was that Sega when it came in. Oh, of course you were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prestige project. A lot of people wanted to be on it. How um how well did that series do? Because I know there's there's three games, right? As far as I'm aware, it's a PSP one was it or was it on Vita? I can't remember. Um, so um, is, it, is it quite niche or not? I, I, I don't really know how... I think it's yes. extremely well regarded yes. am, yeah. among certain people, essentially. But yeah, I, don't I, think I, it... I imagine if you went into game and said, asked everyone that went in the door, have you played this game? Sure. You'd probably get one. Well, thankfully, I, I, I think it suits the PC really, really well. And it's done well on Steam by the looks of the kind of top sellers list and everything. Because it suits that, that, cra- that, that niche crowd exists... Sorry, on the PC. Went, I don't know what happened. He had some kind of turn. It's right. He's, he's just yeah. remembering back those, I'm not sure what those Sega I've only got, I've only got nine back. years left in my uh, death clock, and uh, I think we're starting to break down. So um, That's what a terrifying thing to say. Um, but yeah, like I'm completely so, so happy to find it. Like, I, I feel stupid for not having played this series already, because mm, it's... You should do. Considering the type of games that I, <laughs> I enjoy, like this is, is right up there. And it, it's just... Yeah. I was not expecting this weird, like, cauldron of different genres that have been mixed together. Like, what an odd experience it ends up being. Mm. And it, it, you know, it, it's not always great as a result. Like, the, the, some of those kind of anime tropes and the ham-fisted way that some of that stuff is presented kind of uh, sticks out in comparison to, like, some of these topics they end up talking about. And it's weird, but, it, like, yeah, I haven't played a game that even approaches that before and i wasn't expecting it when you look at that visual style and you look what the game's about i wasn't expecting to come away thinking about like how people treat each other and like the implications of like uh you know where you're born and who raised you and mm-hmm. how the rest of the world sees you like i didn't expect that from in weird... i mean you've you've had to think about the implications of where you've been i certainly have for, for years. it is incredible when you play a video game and you come away thinking fucking hell that made a point about humanity yeah <laughs> it's yeah. not supposed to happen i know i and like i'm i i've spent like since i think maybe growing a little bit older i, I try and desperately seek that stuff out because i I'm, i know that video games can tackle these topics that they haven't been able to before like uh you know there's a reason games like gone home and papers please whatever you think about them like they exist now and they can exist and they can They're do well. Games, mate. That's how I think about them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Burns. I know you don't think that. You you love those games. You, well, you love Gone Home. I know that anyway. Gone Home is really good. Um, Still not a game, but... But yeah, didn't expect to find that in a weird strategy turn-based game with an anime style. Um, and yeah, that, that the actual game itself is really fun to play. It's, it, you control anime tanks, for Christ's sake. Like, and it's turn-based. Did I mention that? 
How much is it on Steam? I think it was twenty dollars, um, I believe, and I'm not sure what the conversion is there. But what, it's, about seventeen quid or something. Yeah, like it's you know it's it's relatively pricey for how old the game is, but it's it's quite a lengthy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm quite interested now. I've played it for like. 10, 11 hours. I might buy that on Steam and play the first hour and, and then never play it again. Yes. And then, and then look That's over to me and go, this is shit, no, mate. No, and no, then, no, no, then no, Dave will walk just, in just and go, be... the frame rate? Fucking hell. It's <laughs> dog shit, mate. Um, it doesn't, it, to be honest. No, only I, because every game I've ever bought on Steam has been like, ah, it's quite good. It's quite a good first hour. I will never play that again. Oh, that's, um, I'll, I don't, like the the, I the first hour God's of that will game be is watching fun. the other day. Yeah, based on your your high recommendation of it. Well, actually, I'm not sure that's true. Well, reserved my, recommendation. My preview was was like I. But I was interested. Really interesting. That game, game got a lot of stuff wrong. I bought it. Never installed. Never run it. <laughs> it's just sitting on my hard disk. Who are you trying to impress right now? Because you're not impressing I'm not impress- me. Sunshine. I'm not impressing anyone. I'm not impressing myself certainly. Because um, <laughs> what what, I've, what I'm actually doing mainly on my PC at the moment is playing Dragon Age Origins, a, a game I've played twice on the 360. Yeah. So um, good game to be playing, man. And then I'm going to go to the Mass Effect yeah, trilogy. Another came fucking... out this week as well. Like what a yeah. good not week again. for video games. Again, I know we talked about loads, mm, but just like you hate it doesn't mean you have to bring up. All there's the so much, and of course. GTA 5 has been re-released oh, in first person. Have you not played that? I haven't played GTA 5, no. What? It's like people have been running around in the office getting all excitable yeah, no, and I've enjoying been doing themselves. I've stuff, haven't I? Got a job to do, haven't I? Yeah? No, no. So, no, when I when I came back into the office yesterday, Steve dragged me into the into the into the boardroom where he was playing the game. In the boardroom, as as Steve Burns would, obviously. And he was uh, Best telling. And he was like, look, uh, uh, look, look at GTA in first person it's fucking brilliant it? watch me steal a plane and it was fucking brilliant yep. so, it, is, yeah. it is very cool sorry uh, Tom what, what have basically you, what, admitted to skiving but yeah what have you been playing well, this week my friend firstly Lego Batman 3 yep last, last week I wasn't at that thrilled about it so something yeah I, someone actually did ask um, I think kind of prompted by what we were talking about in the video that we did mm. that like what does a Lego game need to do to actually stand out and be different to other Lego games because we talked mm. about Batman 3 feeling very very samey yeah has something happened later on that changes well, it that really bit change it but it just does better stuff with all the normal Lego stuff and it's less the environments to begin with are so boring and then it gets a lot better you go to like planets and stuff and then all these these like explorable worlds open up there's like six or seven of like moon type planets you can just fly around and stuff which are just like extra. They're not the story. They're just all this other stuff you can just mess around in, and the actual environments get better, and the characters. There's some. There's a, a reasonably nice story stuff Have happening you still, with, with Batman and Robin. Do you still not know <clears throat> about seventy percent of the characters? Yeah, I don't know. Have you D- heard DC in it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Effective yeah. comics. I, someone did. Someone did point out that the the Lantern team is actually called Lantern Corp. Who, who cares? Um, Lantern Corps. Gives you shit about that. I yes. Thought, oh, right. Is it really? Yeah, like Corp. Marine Corps. Yeah, 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 that's what I said. Oh, sorry. I said Corp. You said I was in Corporation. It's not, not corp. I meant Corp. Yep, there we are. Fuck mm, my. So everyone's been wrong, have they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only uh, Lego game I've ever loved is Lego Marvel. And it, it's because it, it's so. It's so Marvel. It's so authentically Marvel. It's probably the most like authentic <laughs> Marvel video game I've ever played. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, most of them are movie tie-ins and they're fucking awful. But mm. I actually like the movie tie-ins. I think they're um, my favorite Lego games. I think they riff on the source material. No, I mean really like well. the, the movie tie-in. Oh right, of, sorry, of, of Marvel, Marvel games. Marvel games. Oh, right, right, like you know, yeah, remember Iron, Iron Man, Man on the PS3 or whatever. Ah, right, okay. Um But yeah, I, but I, I've never because because I love those characters and I love that kind of Marvel because it's it's very heavily based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it's got you know, but it's got lots of allusions to other things in the comics as well. Because um, I've got that connection with that universe. Do you think and that's that, it? That, that think that's the through. important thing with Lego games yeah. having the. But like, even though like you know Lego Star Wars, I mean they're essentially the same game. Um, I can't, I can't deal with any other Lego game, and I've never, because I, I, I was thinking about maybe trying out Lego Batman Three, but then I th- kind of think to myself, well, outside of Batman and Superman, I just don't give a shit about DC. Mm. What about mm. Plastic Man? Yeah, Plastic Man, Cheat, Cheetah. Um, um, Green Lantern, not mutant, Batman, <laughs> Tro, uh, Cyborg, Talking Plastic Hunter, Man, um, <laughs> Bat, Bat, Batman, Aquaman, Aquaman, is in it? Yeah, Penguin, Aquaman, everyone's in it. He's got the guy with like he's got a tail on his head. Aquaman. I wonder how they're going to do Aquaman, Aquaman in the Justice League film. He's not like he's not a major <laughs> character, but he's in it. Terrible. Like, it's like, yeah, you've got this shit Wonder Woman's in it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's like, it's like when they did fucking billion. Hawkeye in the Avengers and like 90% of the movie going audience was like, who's this cunt? There's a Hawk character in this. Hawkman or something. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But he's, quite, he's got quite an amusing Is Man Bat line. in it? Man Bat, I don't know. Does, Maybe. Does, do, do the Lego DC Universe games have any of the Watchmen characters? Because <laughs> It's always, it's always been a bit of a debate as to whether or not what the Watchmen characters count as DC right. characters. I think it's been mainly like the Justice League stuff they've added so far, right? And characters right. involved with that. Okay. There's uh, a lot, fuck there's, the Justice so League. Whoa. But... Yeah, yeah, totally. Jesus. Fuck them all sitting around going, oh, we've got to make life better. Who would win fuck? in make a fight? It so much worse. The Justice League or the Avengers? Avengers. The Avengers. But wouldn't Superman just... Nah, because someone would get one of those special. This has things. been addressed in comics. Is it really? Yeah, I should read comics <sighs> or not. Like the, the, there was, Fuck there was a big life. epic in, in the eighties. I think it was. There was a big uh, DC versus Marvel crossover. And, but uh, like, surely neither side would want their their heroes to lose. So isn't isn't it? How it basically played out was uh, all the sort of individual characters ended up sort of landing next to each other in this weird hybrid universe thing and oh god that, um, that's the thing that puts me off comics the, uh, <laughs> the alternate universe shut up it was really good okay and uh yeah so yeah, i think if i remember mm-hmm. rightly i think you had captain america fighting batman although i could be wrong about that but i do remember the big hulk versus superman fight <coughs> and hulk beats the shit out of superman um which was which was great because i'm just like yeah, actually. Yeah, I to- I'm totally with that. But it's like it's like in One Piece, Even man. Superman is like... Straw Hat Luffy been... can't be defeated by physical attacks. Right, Sorry. Speaking of physical attacks, now someone pointed this out on the internet the other day. The internet, have you heard of it? Uh, yep. And um, I've been wondering about it, so I was hoping some of you comic nerds could uh, <laughs> help me out. So, right, asshole. apparently in one of the, in the Captain America movies, which I haven't seen, uh, Captain America's special shield is uh, based on the fact that it uh, neutralises all vibration of anything thrown at it. So if you fire, like, a tank round at it, he can stop it, because as soon as it hits it, it almost kills it dead. Now, forget the, you know, actual explosion part of it, but, like, bullets and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yet, and this was whoever this point was, and I just want to know if it's true or not, Captain America then spends the rest of the movie throwing the shield off stuff. 
So how does it bounce if it? <laughs> it's the edges, isn't it? The edges are bouncy. Are they? Is I, don't, it... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but that sounds no, almost exactly. Like it was. Yeah, Tony Stark's dad made it, so it was. They've obviously thought of that because he's a clever guy. Howard, okay. Howard Stark. So as it is it that like. like in the Sonic Pinball Zone, where it, like on the outside it's got big rubbery bits that yeah. it'll bounce off stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like those it. bowling alleys that you put the for kids. The bumpers are right. It's the same material actually, yeah. isn't it? Right, yeah. right. It's okay. got bumper edges. He also spends half the film fucking selling war bonds. So I mean, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to focus too much on the. It is unreal. grounded in realism. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I had a huge problem with turtles for years that. You know, as in just the species. No, with, with <laughs> I just fucking hate the ninja well. ones. With the ninja ones, it's like, oh, they order pizza, it's right? A pretty but big difference. Firstly, you know, let's let's not get over Domino's insurance policy of delivering into sewers. So, but a rat's larynx isn't developed enough to produce language. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, and what about these opposable thumb bullshit? And someone would say, Steve, you do know that there aren't also six foot English speaking karate ninja turtles, and I was like, you know what? Fair enough. There okay. are. There are. But if there were, I very much doubt that They'd they have opposable thumbs. thumbs. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I think we all need to remember that sometimes. You know, hero turtles yeah. because uh, ninjas weren't allowed in the in the late eighties in Britain. What? You not know this, Brad? Why? Why? The past was rubbish. Nunchucks were banned, mate. Because a game of, was it game of death. But you can't even or hurt no, was it Enter the Dragon? You hurt yourself. Where he gets the nunchucks like that, and just fuck shit up, and everyone went. People started buying nunchucks and started smashing their own faces off. <laughs> and they were like, "That's exactly what I'm talking about." And they were like, "Let's just ban this." To use. <laughs> you know, that was weird because in like my mum used to take me to karate when I was when I was a kid. Yeah, I me too. Fucking hate it. Like my my mum got to third Dan black belt. And, and, I, and I and I was a yellow belt for the entire fucking eight years that she took me. <laughs> I, yeah. I just could not be arsed. I, 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 used, to, like, I used to get lectures off karate, off the karate instructors going, "You pull your socks up," and I'm like, "You're just I'm not guy. wearing socks. You're it's not a karate even a lesson. teacher. You're just some fucking guy." I'm not. I, gonna... I remember in my well, I went to like a couple of lessons in the second one, which was my last lesson. Yeah, the yeah. karate instructor just told <laughs> told bearing my children that he's teaching just told people to run at him and try and attack him so it was just <laughs> this instructor wading off like children trying to hit him wait a minute that was yeah oh god yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say is that why that was the last lesson I went to well, okay exactly. we had an, hold on but while we we're had talking, an instructor who got kids to do that and uh, he disappeared well <laughs> while we're talking about karate and stuff we got can we do an entire podcast because i think we have to just bring this to the attention to people that don't know about it possibly you braz of the movie no retreat no surrender have you heard of it i have not sounds like a movie sounds like an american action movie it is an american action movie from the late 80s maybe even mid 80s it was one of uh jean-claude van damme's first like bigger roles Mm -hmm. he plays a russian villain of course yep anyway the plot is so good that when i saw it on, I saw it trailed on a VHS for a film called China O'Brien, which I, is... I used to rent all of those films. Exactly. Mm. And it is, right, so this is the plot. Jason Stilwell, of course, you can't you know, forget a name. I hope that is actually a name. Um, is, uh, has a father who is, like, good at karate, right? Just like, or kickboxing or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a difference. I can't wait for the comments on that one. Yep. And, um... One day the mob come in or some shit and take over his, uh, like run the family out of town. And they really injure his dad's knee so he can't do any more like karate. And uh, Jason's getting beaten up at school and like the mob, and the mob's enforcer is Jean-Claude Van Damme and just fucks people up with the power of like karate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so to 
his dad can't help him anymore, so he's got to find another inspiration. So what he does is he prays, Jason does, every night to his poster of the very much dead Bruce Lee. And then one evening, Bruce Lee comes back to life and teaches him how to fuck shit up. It's amazing. It is the greatest film of all time. At the end, the end of the film is in the trailer, (laughs) where where he does a weird... Uh, kick uppercut somersault on Jean-Claude Van Damme after Jean-Claude Van Damme has tried to kill another American kickboxer I think and somehow the, the law were just like that's fine like he tries to strangle him with the uh, turnbuckle what am I talking about Lego Batman 3 uh, how I can't I remember finished, the, the links I that, that got anyway, it's here done. but also Briars I played uh, Diablo 3 have you really yeah tomorrow Diablo 3 corner. Yeah, Diablo 3. So what, what's been going on uh, in the world of... What's the world called? I don't know. Tam something? Tam... Tam... Tamriel? Is, isn't that... That's Elder Scrolls. That's Elder Scrolls. It's all the same, same stuff, Brad, isn't it? It's just a fantasy world. Jesus. There's bad people. I don't Shit's care. going Let's down. Let's just call it Middle Jesus. Earth All I know is I thought you were supposed to be Diablo 3 expert. I don't even know what the moves I do are called. All the things I have, I just press X and R1 and square and everything gets... Fucked up. Obliterated. Shit. And it's good. And I level up. I level 29. I get more stuff. I sell the stuff. <laughs> oh, God. And then I go to the next thing that says this is where you should go. And I do more of the same. Get more stuff. Kill and I'm stuff. not even that. I'm not. I'm only on like world two. I'm not very far in. I'm not probably that high level. I like that you like. You're so aware of, of the whole system that's, and you don't really care about the law surrounding it and you're happy with that. That's, yeah, that's I mean, great. I listen to it all and there's people saying stuff, there's like recordings. Deckard's got a nice voice, hasn't are. he? Who? Never mind. <laughs> um, there's characters in it that talk to you all the time. At the moment, there's this massive like wolf beast that just follows me around and just appears when I'm in fights and just kills people. I don't know how he appeared there. <laughs> no one ever said, you've got this wolf beast companion. <laughs> That's amazing. But he's there, and he's good. Cool. And then once he's finished, he just disappears. What? Video games. Comes back Video games, wolf, yeah. Wolf friend. So, someone probably did say, now you've got this companion <coughs> wolf thing. <laughs> you just skimmed over oh, that. Skip, that skip, skip. But well, it's man. good. I've been trying to tell you. You might have been burping the baby at that point. You're like, right, it's a cutscene. I'll sort this But yeah. I'm sure I've missed something. <laughs> there seems to be some story point where but then a wolf... Beast thing turned up. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. But you are playing a game called Diablo. You yeah. know, I think I don't really think that they need much justification for shit going down. Aren't mm. you like technically in hell or somewhere? I don't know. Not it's yet. Like I think you will be at something. Uh, mysterious stream. But it's such a good game for like for exactly like, for like systems. Like it makes you want to keep playing it, which lots of games don't, and it works really well. Even though I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I that's amazing. I, like I. I don't think I'd, I'd ever like been to able think to play a game that like in that. like two years, and I've just finished it or whatever. Yep, because that's how long it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Realistically, um, I'll know everything about Diablo, and I'll be like an I expert. I don't think but you I will. Won't. I'll, and someone asked me, like, what, "What's this about in Diablo?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Didn't, didn't you finish Is it? That the and bit like, with the like eight times?" And I was like, "Yeah." I just I just went to the next area on I the map kept and pressing picked X. up some more stuff. I just played Diablo. Yeah, mm. shit. Enough. Well, there we are. I'm glad, I'm glad also, to see you return Brad, to that. A little bit of Planet Three. You've been playing all the threes. I really wish I could see the number three. Yeah. That would be great for this part. Three. Of the it's not Little Big Planet Three, is in it. It's not a free version. I know, but that's how I say it. it You've been playing Dragon Age Three, right? Yeah. So they, they thankfully they had me in mind of this. They cut off that number <coughs> and replaced it with Inquisition. So yeah. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. I was told last night that they added four to Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which wasn't originally going to be a numbered sequel. 
um, because three did so fucking badly, and they could, <laughs> and they didn't want to end the numbered sequels mm. on. Uh, it, it didn't do badly sales wise, but because it was so poorly it received, sense anyway. Like, they were like, the order nah, of that we, can't, game, that's we, we, we can't can the numbered sequels on that. We have to. So what about uh, what about Little Big Planet? Well, it's like all the of them, third isn't it? in the series, really. Yeah, it's quite similar. Hugh Laurie's in this one. Though. He is. Yeah, and he's it's, it's the classic. If you've ever played any of the Little Big Planet games, there's a guy who's good. He's like, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff, and then somehow he's evil in about five minutes' time. Fucking he's ruining you. the universe. God damn it, you! I'm not saying that happens with him, but, but I mean that's the only person you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, I've suddenly got all these titans inside <laughs> me, and they're going to destroy everything. Um, and I... then you have to basically find like the big thing this time is that you've got three three other characters: um, Odd Sock, Toggle. <laughs> And a bird I haven't found yet. He's got a name. It is is it not the case that like with this game the, the single player stuff's alright, but it's it's still more about the, well, the it, things that people what, make. If that's lots of people say that, but I do think that the campaign is important still. Like I've particularly the second game, I thought I had a pretty good campaign. Um, and the and the Vita game had a good campaign. Because I heard that someone made the entirety of Final Fantasy Seven yeah. in the Little Big Planet yeah. engine. But that could be rubbish. Yeah, but like, the fact that it's like yeah, but I could say I've it. made like Robocop in the engine. They t- they spent, be, but they spent two years bollocks. on it, apparently. I haven't seen... Someone should have Robocop. <laughs> Someone did make a Dead Space level, which I did think was all right. Is that engine just amazing for well, custom-made things? It's good. It's good. And the new... I assume what, what they've done is the new characters this time allow for quite different styles of platforming. Right. So, for example, uh, Odd Sock, who looks like a bit of like a... A dog, I suppose. He runs on all fours and stuff. He, um, he, he kind of is better at platforming. I know it's a bit weird to say, is it's a platformer. He can like do the stuff that you think you would be able to, like you can wall jump, run across walls, mm-hmm. and so it feels like a more modern platformer when you're playing as him. So I assume because of his introduction, the levels that people create will allow for more modern style platforming. It feels more like a like you can race through the levels a bit more, like you're running off stuff, bouncing off stuff. It feels more modern and better I think as a, as a pure Is Sackboy still the, the main character of the <coughs> yeah, thing? Or yeah, Sackboy's okay. still the main character and he has to go on a quest to find His mates. these three heroes that defeated the Titans originally. And one of them's a dog. One of them's a dog type thing. This world makes no One of them's sense. like a big fat thing that turns small. Yeah. Right? Okay. It's Toggle and then there's the bird who I haven't found. He's probably got a clue. Presumably can fly. Yeah. Um, and they allow for different styles of things and I think what's happening is that levels that you did as Sackboy, you can go back as the other characters, and bits that were like out of bounds, you can then run up the wall and get to. And Metroidvania sounds like planet. a classic seven to me. It's, I'm always it's very much like the other games, but they've added the new characters. Well, I wasn't that thrilled about originally because I thought it's all about Sackboy. Mm-hmm. They did just you make it like he, I thought he was like the one you you became whatever you wanted him to be. Yeah, that's you right. Yeah. Customized him and stuff. I, it kind of makes sense why they've introduced the other characters, mm. although mm. they could have just given Sackboy some abilities. Yeah. yeah nah. I've nah. been quite sure if Sackboy actually knows what the fuck's going on. It's because he just has that expression of like, yeah. It's just a bit time. vacant, isn't it? He's like, he's like the sort of Forrest Gump of uh, mascots. Platform heroes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, meh. Shit's just happening around him. So they're just like fucking run Sackboy run. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> Fair enough. Can do that. I am made of sack. Yep. And uh, I shall jump around these platforms mm. that you will. I reckon we should. I saw a film called Sackboy. Try and check out Smith's <laughs> I kind of want to see the Final Fantasy VII thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's going to be. 
I think I've done some new stuff with the depth in the game, so that it used to be like, you, know, like new, like, I don't know, two or three different layers, and you could move in and out of them. Yep. But I think now that's there's more to it. So I think the engine has been changed. You can still the custom import stuff's the be more impressive. I think when people get the hang of it, you can import the stuff from Little Big Planet yeah, two you can into all the, and yeah, you can which import on one and two. Really nice. Oh, okay. It, right. If you've got that stuff in Little Big Planet one. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Steve, you okay? Mm. You seem to be grimacing. <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I remember we, year, years ago when it was with the other, in, you know, with the the the, the other place. Um, there was a there was a thing in Scotland. There was uh, like Do you all refer these... to Scotland as the other place. No, 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 no. Because I mean that I understand the game reason, but... was the other place, but the um, <laughs> which wasn't even a place. It was just bedrooms. Um, <laughs> but the <laughs> the sovereign the, nation of Game Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, uh, when when Little Big Planet, the first one was about to come out, they were like demoing it to people in game shops and stuff. And, and my my mate Richie was like, uh, kind of uh, sat down and he had a shot, and he kept fucking up the controls. And he said to the rep, he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just so used to Mario." <laughs> And she went, oh, this is no Mario. And then apparently without missing a beat, I wasn't there. Apparently without missing a beat, he goes, it's not for lack of fucking trying though, is it? <laughs> and no wonder everyone hates Game Wank. Yeah, that's, that's incredibly rude. The rep was only trying to do the job. Exactly. Like, well, come on. But there we go. All right. So, well, shall we move on to some questions as we've been recording for... An hour and ten minutes, can you believe it? I can't believe it. These podcasts are racking up. I like how we didn't even really talk about GTA that much. I know, what, but there's no the, room. We talked about the game of, of the year. Yeah. You mentioned that Burns Nick to play. Burns had a couple of good stories. We have done, like, you know, the quiet. There's, there's stuff you can watch about. That Burns and I got very excited playing that for no, like 40 I told minutes. you about when my head came off. Yeah. Um, I told you about when I. Well, no, I didn't tell you about when I drove down Sunset. Does it look better than it did originally? On the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360? I would have to say what yes. Kind of question is the first person stuff quite cool? And it is. Provides an interesting perspective. Um, it does. There you are. those there we silent are. murders you talked about before. You drive off in a bit of nowhere. Oh, God, and yeah. just kill someone and then drive off again. Well, you I did, did actually still. did that with Trevor yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, in first feel, person? I did feel a bit bad. But, um, and then I thought, you know what? Like, you know, I think Trevor is who I'm going to just turn into. <laughs> like, I, I've outfitted him in these in these suits, these checkered I, I, suits. He looks like Beetlejuice. And he's I just got, can't hey, see you living in a trailer park. I really would like to. They <laughs> just like to escape from the uh, British realities of this world. And, uh, no, I'd like to be more like I mean, Michael. It, I mean, your, your trailer park would be full of fucking, you know, million dollar winner big. I just want to hunt people, okay? Like, <laughs> uh, were there any questions, Burns? <clears throat> One of the, there's a relevant <clears throat> question here Steve from... Burns, resident of the only gated fucking trailer park community. <laughs> from Andy Kelly of PC Gamer. Oh, this cunt. <laughs> who asks, what's the wrongest you ever felt playing a video game? Is Have you got past... The dog. The, the silent... The dog. The dog. The, 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 Do you not know about the dog? The dog vine. The have you not seen it bro? no you told me it would be well right. I hadn't look, seen it you're going to have to see it otherwise you'll have no frame reference so okay. let's just have like an intermission here I could just cut I mean no no actually no. that's work though isn't it really? right okay so this is Burns looking at a dog mm. he's shotgunned some people and what did you the is the 
the dog is like looking at the dead. Is that the dog's owner that you killed? Yeah, yeah. And the dog is standing over the body of its yeah. owner that you just shotgunned in first person. Yeah. So I found these uh, this couple standing <sighs> by a ravine. Classic horror movie set up. Like, don't go to ravines. Okay, just don't, because I'll be there. All right? <laughs> and uh, I was actually playing this with a friend of mine who'd not seen any of the new GTA. And he was like, is that dog with those people? I was like, I hope not, because badness is going to happen. So I shot one of them with a shotgun. I mean, the, in first person, the violence is incredible. And uh, the woman started running away. So I ran after her for a little bit and shot her in the back. And uh, turned around, and uh, we were just sitting there, yucking it up at all this uh, nonsense we'd created. And this dog started running over. I thought, is the dog going to attack me? And it ran past me and then just stood by its dead owner and then looked at me. And I thought... Oh my life, this is the moment. Shit, this it, is the wrongest I've ever felt playing Yeah, that games. is pretty much the wrongest I've ever felt. I can't really think of mine, I don't know. I've, I've, done, I've probably done some bad stuff, but I block it out mentally. And, and just oh, yeah, I think the worst I've ever felt is also in GTA V. So I'm just thinking about the, the, you know, the Trevor missions where you can pick people up and... Oh yeah, oh, I did, the hitchhikers. I, yeah. I didn't do them. I didn't you, do you can, you can them. either take them to where they want to go, or you can take them to the fucking uh, epsilon guys. The epsilon guys who it's it's never really explained what they do to them there, is it? Or, no, it's like a really fucked up Scientology, isn't it? At yeah, the top of yeah. a mountain. Yeah, I think they sacrifice them. Yeah, but yeah. you pick up a drunk guy, don't you? And he yeah. doesn't know where he is or whatever, and he's like, "This isn't where I live." <laughs> As you're driving up this mountain train, he's like, are you sure we're going the right way, dude? And, I, and Tara's like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, when I, uh, the ending of Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. Uh, well, the when you encounter the boss, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's played it will know what I mean. So that's, those, that's where I felt really wrong. Uh, Tom, you ever had any, any, any bad shit in video games? I don't know. I, I used to hit my brother while we're playing Virtual Snooker. Jeez, that's that, quite dark. That, explains, that, is that dark. explains a lot about what your is going on. We used to have to play this game right on like on one computer on a desk made of like one person, and it was very cramped. And are there are there PC desks made for two bits? <laughs> well, uh, but we were cramped around this computer playing virtual snooker because we were so cool. We used to play virtual Fucking snooker. Coolest guys in the room. Um, True and story. For whatever reason, like siblings have little fights and stuff, mm-hmm, don't they? Mm-hmm. And because we're so close to each other, I just used to hit him quite a lot. And well, you mean proximity, not in terms yeah, of like emotionally. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, because I imagine it was to do with like him beating me or something, I don't know. Mm. Um, and then eventually got to the point where I'd raise my hand and he'd kind of recline in fear. That's bad. Yeah. You've conditioned him there, mm, haven't you? Yeah. Probably it might still work now, I don't know. <laughs> he just leaps man. out of his seat and decks you. It's mm. like after all those years, he's back. It's real dark. Mm. Exactly, yeah, shit. Do we need to call like a solicitor or something? <laughs> Let's do it anyway. Anthony Powell sent an email in, which you can do also to podcast.videogamer.com, mm. um, asking, since via Twitter we know that Dave Scammell was lying and responsible for Heist not being in GTA Five. Yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but I think that's pretty true. Uh, what other big things in gaming are the VG staff responsible for that haven't come to light yet? I Burns, you must have messed up some video games in your time. Oh, uh, loads. You've got the look of a man that's... that's Loads of like most Round of Burnout Paradise didn't make it because I uh, did you much ruin Burnout Paradise because I called in sick a couple of weeks in a row and they were like, yeah, we can't test this now. Hey, Burnout Paradise had loads of shit that was cut because they realised it was uh, insane. But um, yeah, I think I'm. Um, if I was to be responsible for anything, I'd be responsible for whoever coded the uh, 
the game Boiling Point Road to Hell, I think it was called on PC, which was an open, a very ambitious mm. open world game starring Arnold Vuslo, I think, from The Mummy. Is that the, right? um, is that the classic Kieran Gillen review that got a one or a nine or something? Yes, yeah. and it's the game where you... Your daughter gets kidnapped, but you're Arnold Vuslow or whatever, so you got to go fuck people up, right, in response. But it's like re- it's a bit like Far Cry, essentially, what Far Cry become. Uh, became Far Cry 2. Even. What Far Cry become? <sighs> Awful that, wasn't it? <clears throat> I, I was kind of midway between became and becomes, and I just, I just did neither. I just, just stopped and bottled it. Anyway, and uh, so you spend ages getting the money to buy a car. Because you don't, can't just find cars or nick them. You've got to buy one. And uh, when you buy it, in the early versions, you spent all this time getting the money. If you turn away from the car and turn back, the game just eats it. <laughs> so many people just raging. What? So your your daughter's kidnapped, and your first instinct is to save up for a new car. Well, no, because you're in town, you're in wherever hell, not actually hell, right? I don't know, Stoke or somewhere, but. and um, <clears throat> you gotta you gotta became the uh, <laughs> nice. No, you gotta fuck people up, but uh, yeah, it had loads of bugs. Like it was one of those. A bit like Far Cry 2, it was very ambitious, but it was too ambitious, it was too expansive, and uh, I'm sure a few people who have played it will be raging right now, going, fuck me, I've repressed that, ah! 10 out of 10. I've just, I've just remembered, I think, what one of the wrongest I felt whilst playing video games is oh, yeah? another Rockstar open world brilliant moment, is that in, whilst playing Red Dead Redemption, you in the multiplayer... You spoil anything here. No, right, when the... The, the the most fun you can have in the multiplayer of that game is shooting people's horses in the head mid oh, mid canter. Difficult for you, so, so they go flying off and like, I did it a lot, man, like a, a lot because it was it was just really Moorish. <laughs> more Simon more Miller would fucking say. bid, mate. What can are you, you talking of? And then murder as Moorish. And that then makes it a bit... exactly. Well, yes, I did internally, and then like you know, an hour later, or whatever, I could suddenly kind of realise what I've been doing. Did you have to go and look at your own horse and say sorry? <laughs> no, but I, I probably should have. Um, so yeah, that felt pretty. That was pretty wrongest. Was that wrongest. equine homicide? Um, but it's really <clears> fun. <throat> it's like the, the physics that are involved when you shoot a horse in the head in Red Dead Redemption are excellent, and you Why should all you go and try all it. these people. The physics were good. I didn't yeah. even kill the, the people all the time. It was more frustrating to kill the horse because they'd have to get another one, and then it, the like, physics were it good though. A bit of time. Like, I, people will point to whenever I'm eventually jailed for all my crimes. <laughs> And say, where was the moment when he, he realised that he completely lost it? And I think it was in Red Dead Redemption due to the physics where there is a mission where you have to get revenge on someone and you go to their house and their wife is there but they're out and they're sitting, the wife's sitting on the porch. And I just thought, well, I mean, the family's fair game because mine was. And she was like, oh no, he's down by the river. And she stood up to point or whatever. She pulled out the gun, shot her. She moved. She moved quickly, man. I clipped her. She span round and her head went through the window behind <laughs> this little shack and kind of got stuck. I shot her in the back of the head and walked off and I actually thought it was great. I was like, have some of that. Yeah. In the words of Roy Keane, have that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe, yeah, I think those were Roy Keane's words. You don't know because he, he had them removed from his autobiography after they were like, you can't say that, Roy. It sounds like something to say. Yeah. So read that to the judge. Uh, Wasn't he also attributed with uh, the quote, you're an ugly cunt and your face looks like a penis <laughs> to somebody? <laughs> Can't remember who it was to, but anyway. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> We've got one from Zach Tyson who asks, if you could give any video game from history a first-person mode, which would it be? Oh. Grand Theft Auto 5? Oh. I don't actually know. 
Well, what, the reason why the first-person mode works so well in GTA V is because, <clears throat> along with the graphical upgrades, you can actually see what it's like to be in the place that you are a digital tourist of, like at eye level. Mm-hmm. And given that it's LA, it's a shithole, like 100%. But there are very few games which have that level of world detail where, you know, if it was third-person, you, you don't... You you feel like you're missing out by not having a, a first-person mode. In some first-person modes, it really just, like, crammed on, like... Hitman Blood Money's first person mode with your arm. It's good for aiming, but your arm just looks like a Lego block yeah. with another Lego block hold, you know, being held within it. But I don't know. I always wanted a first, when I was younger, I was one of the first person Resident Evil game. Then I got Resident Evil Gun Survivor and I didn't want to. Yeah, first you're quite done with that then. The no, game over again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Like, I, 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 it's quite fun in like, I, I loved it in like Rollercoaster Tycoon when you could walk around your own park in first person. Mm. I thought like uh, games maybe that have some kind of That's simulation you're creating. Yeah, like, and then you can walk around at eye level is... Did SimCity ever have a, an exploration mode? I remember they uh, always talked about it. I don't know, to be honest. Because I'm sure it was a touted feature of uh, an early stage of one of it them. It probably did one of those you know, nondescript PC ones that they released between yeah. the first one, the second one, and then the one that pissed everyone off. Yeah, yeah. SimCity 4 was really good, wasn't no, it? I always Maybe thought that. it would be great to be able to explore the actual city you've built. Just walk around it. Walk around like you're some sort of tycoon going yes this is my building yeah. <laughs> like Trump <gasps> Trump's a millionaire just looking at people just being like I literally own you <laughs> <laughs> and then just flick a cigarette at them and yes, fuck them. yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MDK2 asks on Twitter what's the game you pretend to have beaten slash played to maintain your gamer credentials well I did it yesterday MDK2 with MDK2 funnily enough yeah, yeah. Um, so you said Braz something along the lines I love F-Zero I love that series. Well, you know what I was actually thinking? And then I said... Do you know what triggered that? Have you played F-Zero on the GameCube? And you said no. <laughs> Do you know what actually triggered that? I really like the uh, F-Zero level in the new Mario Kart DLC. Have you ever played F-Zero on any platform? I imagine I have at some point. I, so I feel like I have. to me, I really love F-Zero. To maintain my gamer credentials, as said right here. Unbelievable. I don't need to... To lie to main... They're, you know, they're out there. The Kung Fu trophy is, is in there. <laughs> it's all on VG Versus. But um, which there are some massive games that I've not finished that I won't say I have. But if people are like, "So what did you think?" I'll just go mm-hmm. like Mass Effect. I'm like mm-hmm. I'd probably do that with with some of the Zelda games if if, if I just didn't want to have that conversation. I, just, I never I, finished Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it was alright. I good. saw my friend finish. It. I never changed everything. It. Just say that, and and they'll probably talk the rest of the conversation for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. Like, my eyes tend to glaze over when people start talking about Zelda. And I'm like, yeah. I never finished Super Mario Brothers. There you go. All right. I always found it too hard when in World like eight. How do you feel? Does everyone something. feel better after getting this off the chest? No, Final Fantasy VII. I don't lie about Final it. I don't Honestly go. Oh, yeah, it, I don't play it because it's bollocks. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, shite. Absolute shite. Exactly. I'd really struggle to play that game now. Fuck. There's a lot of. I so played quite a lot of that as well. This at the time when it was like this is the big thing. Yeah. Oh, oh you had that like CGI bought, motorcycle bit, didn't I bought it? A, new, a PlayStation again because I'd sold it to get an N64. Dick. I think. That makes sense, doesn't it? That is the right timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I bought another one to play this game and Time Crisis, to be fair. So <sighs> the music Time Crisis, Time Crisis was music. amazing. But Final Fantasy VII, yeah. Boring. Fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, one final question here from David Scammold, who asks, mm. will you go for a drink with me? Um, no. He's a lonely man. The frame rate on those drinks is terrible, mate. Who's I'm not going. Who's he asking? Everyone or just you? 
I think he's just asking in general. Like, he's. I th- I, it's become a thing where we have to end these podcasts with something a little bit depressing from Dave. And mm. maybe I'll, this week is no exception to that rule. Um, I'm not depressed by it. His tears sate me. Okay, are good. we still running a competition? We are still running a competition. We're asking people to send in. Oh God, I'm gonna how's this, this going? Uh, <laughs> it's not well, Brian. Not well. Some of the early examples that we've received are they going as we thought they may go, or it's just we should explain the competition, I suppose. Yes. We're, so, <laughs> following the uh, the the unusual, the the bad romantic scene that we experienced in Dragon Age Inquisition with yeah. Game Bull. And, you uh, want to ride the bull. Yeah, we're asking people to come up with their own fan fiction, their own, mm. their own romantic scenes. Their own terrible... That could fit into the Dragon Age universe. Are you <laughs> starting the Bad Sex in Games Awards? Is that, <laughs> I think so. And we're giving, people, doing? we're giving people a video it's game of their It's weird that choice. this is sanctioned, because I remember Miller used to get very annoyed at me for... <laughs> For soliciting um, uh, Batista photoshops on the podcast. <laughs> it was every week it was send me pictures of Batista doing something. Yeah. <laughs> Batista on the toilets, Batista having a jobby. Some of those were gold. Same thing, I think. So. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's a, there's a form thread on the site which you should go to and write some bad Dragon Age fan fiction. And if yours is the worst or best, I don't really know how we're going to judge You know, someone's going to take the game script from one of them and just put it in there and we won't and, it, and you'll be like mm, that is very close to the shit the Dragon Age would pump out and then they'll win and you're like oh. <clears throat> and you know what that's fine that's you can't fine. really top though you must get me pregnant to save the world like that's it's not a direct quote but it yeah it's Par- pretty much I mean, yeah. I mean they dance around it a bit but, it, but that, that's the gist of it <laughs> but what if you say this world's fucked the reborn again <laughs> and she's like you've got you, listen you've got to get me pumped or everything's humped nice and, uh, see that that I like that even rhymes yeah and uh, and then and then you go. I'm, I'm not up for it, but my mate Alistair is. You'll uh, do it, and she's like smashing, and he's like, mm. but he know, does it anyway. You could do it with. Uh, it's a very very you could do it fucking with strange well. ending. Do you know um, that? Like, what? if you don't kill off Logan, he's also one of the people that can. I didn't know that. I thought Logan. basically the choices were. Um, well, I, I played a female character, so I, I didn't get the, you know, it was yeah, basically, I mean, I mean yeah. it, it, it was straight to, you've got to convince Alistair. Listen, to, this is awkward. To, uh, yeah, to come into my chamber. And uh, <laughs> that was not meant to sound like it. Right, just oh, shut you up. ruined it. You fucking ruined it. Um, but yeah, I thought that, that was the choices. It was either, either if you were a male character, you could, you could, you could yeah. conceive the, uh, the, the future archdemon. Or the uh, or you could send Alistair to do it. Or really, a, there's a really good tie back to that though in Inquisition. <clears throat> what the fuck? It shut the fuck up and get back to the point. Like, um, write some fan fiction. Win a video game of your choice from Shop2.net for up to a value of fifty pounds as a forum thread, and it'll be linked in the description if you're on YouTube. And if you're on the site already, then it's in the forums. Please don't so. write any Dragon Age sex fiction that includes any of us as characters because it will not get featured. I'm gonna say unless it's that really rule hot. isn't as strict as Jim would like. <laughs> it to be no that rule is fucking strict uh, it's I mean there's some room for a over there uh, but we're going to leave the podcast there I think because I mean it's, it's running on quite long it's got a little bit weird mm. and mm. No, I don't really no, sorry, know no. what we can talk about after that so bye thank you for listening bye bye goodbye bye alright cool